Hello, Consumed listeners. Welcome to the 19th season of the podcast about eaters, drinkers, thinkers, and makers across California, and especially at its heart, the Central Coast. For this season, I'm chatting with food and beverage legends, people who have made a significant impact on their industries and the palates of generations to come. I think you're going to love it. But before we begin, I want to tell you about some of the Consumed Podcast sponsors. Casa du Metz is a boutique winery in Los Alamos celebrating its 12th year in this historic one-horse town. Their attention and motivation is captured by creating aromatic fresh wines that defy expectation. With three brands, Casa du Metz, Clementine Carter, and The Feminist Party, their goal is to highlight the beauty and bounty of Santa Barbara wine country. They have a particular sweet spot for Rhone variety wines sourced from cool climate vineyard partners in the Santa Rita Hills. Join them for their popular weekly speaker series, monthly wine club vineyard tours, Malibu sessions, and a unique tasting experience where you choose your own wine adventure. Join the discovery with Casa du Metz and their sister business, Babby's Beer Emporium, next door to explore quirky craft beers and bubbles while enjoying dumplings and spicy wings from Dim Sama. 2023 marks their 19th vintage, and they want to celebrate with you. Visit casadumetz.com for more information. Slow Food Co-op's mission is to empower health and well-being in the community by providing quality groceries, local produce, and exceptional customer service. Slow Food Co-op sources from local producers, ensuring they offer their shoppers great food and household staples. Slow Food Co-op is your friendly neighborhood grocer, maintaining non-GMO standards and a variety of organic selections. You can find Slow's only community-owned grocery store open every day, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. at 2494 Victoria Avenue in San Luis Obispo, California. And check out their website at slowfood.coop. Slow Life magazine is the bi-monthly publication that introduces readers to the people, happenings, and culture of San Luis Obispo. I write the food column for Slow Life, and for the next issue, I'm talking with Sara Garofalo, a consumed alum who teaches Ayurvedic eating with an Italian twist. She just released a cookbook, and I wanted to understand more about how she came up with this special brand of dietary counseling. For locals, you can expect to find the magazine in your mailbox every other month, or if you're a visitor, pick up a copy at Boo Boo Records or subscribe at slowlifemagazine.com. Okay, on to the episode. The Madonna Inn is a California icon for many reasons, most famous of which might be its embrace of the color pink. Pink walls, pink goblets, pink carpet, even pink tennis courts and pink lampposts. Who made the decision to go pink? Well, that would be Mrs. Phyllis Madonna, who co-founded the hotel and restaurant with her late husband, Alex Madonna, a successful businessman, developer, and contractor. Their over-the-top aesthetic and unique interpretation of luxury turned the inn into a destination for travelers driving Highway 101 through San Luis Obispo. And over the years, a whole new generation has adopted the Madonna Inn as its own. Just search up Madonna Inn on Instagram and brace for impact. It isn't just tourists who love the inn. We locals love it, too, and have been known to argue about which is better, the pink champagne cake or the black forest cake. 
Interestingly, when I sat down with marketing director and longtime assistant to Mrs. Madonna, Amanda Rich, she spoke mostly about Mrs. Madonna's cheese pie, whose recipe I'll share at letsgetconsumed.com, and her own favorite dessert, which I guarantee isn't the one you would guess. Okay, here's Amanda Rich from the Madonna Inn. Amanda Rich is over here, and you walked in. I'm going to have to post, if it's okay with you, a picture of of you arriving at my door (laughs) with my most favorite cake ever, the pink champagne cake, and um, acting like it's completely normal to just bring one of those over as like a hello. Um, (laughs) I said, who's going to eat this? And you said... You must share. Yes, I really. I will. I'm sure you can make friends even yeah, in your neighborhood. Totally. Just walk around and be like, "Oh my gosh, who easy. wants cake?" Yeah, totally. I think if I ate that myself, which maybe I could. Um, yeah, I don't think that would be pretty. Yeah. Okay. So you, I met you because um, I've had to communicate with you for a couple different reasons with Madonna Inn, and um, obviously, like I was saying before we started rolling. I I grew up here and it's been such a celebration place for so many people. I wouldn't say though, that when I was growing up, it was as, um, like glitzy or I don't even, that's not the word for it either, that it wasn't this fashion plate place. It was a place that you went like with your parents, your grandparents, you maybe went to a wedding there. Um, or some kind of big celebration, or you go to dance, you know, and have a cocktail in the bar, but not this like, go to the tennis courts and take selfies or, you know, set up an amateur photo shoot, which is totally what it is now. Exactly. Yeah. And so you were telling me that hasn't always been the case. It's not just my imagination. No, I I definitely think that the new social media age has uh-huh. um, <laughs> increased. You know, people wanting to to photo shoot in that background, and mm-hmm. um, it's also I would say that it's grown just because it's more of like a resort, a full on experience. So true. You're so so. Right. Yeah. Um, after Mr. Madonna passed away in 2004, um, Connie, his daughter, was as our general manager now, mm-hmm. um, and has been since then, and actually before he passed away. But she has really. Um, you know, focused on more of the whole experience. Yeah. So you don't just go to Madonna Inn for a meal. You go to Madonna Inn for the whole experience. You yes. get to go and shop in our three gift shops or go up to the spa and have a treatment and then get to hang out by the pool. Um, and then, you know, we added the tennis courts, which of course is popular, but we made them pink. So, so great. you won't find those anywhere else. Plus the expo. Correct. Yeah. The expo facility, which we can have huge, large events. Yeah. Um, we have concerts and then the meadows, which is, wasn't always something we used in the past. Um, mm-hmm. Um, and that also like started happening after Mr. Madonna passed away and we actually have like the tequila and taco festival this For weekend. Sure. Um, a so big Keith sweat concert, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's, I mean, it's just, you kind of have to pivot and change and, um, move to how the world is moving. And yeah. I think that, um, Madonna has done a really good job with that and the family. I would agree with that too. And I, forgive me, I had not thought of that. It really has blossomed in terms of what it offers and what it is. Um, I've done trail rides there with my daughter, um, gone up to the spa, the pool, all of that. I forgot that that was under construction over the course of many years. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's made a big difference, but I think it's just 
you know, it's drawn a lot of people. Yeah. But like I said, the social media, I mean, people do come specifically it's for the wallpaper. It's a new generation that yeah. cares. Yeah. It's a new generation yeah. and they want to make sure they're taking lots of photos. We're back in the day, I mean, obviously, when we didn't have phones, we didn't have cell phones, um, the priorities might have been a little different. Madonna and was definitely geared a lot towards like honeymoon couples. Yes. Um, and people weren't coming there to try to take photos. <laughs> they were yes. coming there to experience Madonna Inn. Mm-hmm. Whereas now it's like they have to get that shot, you know, yep. <laughs> the, the money shot. Um, um, so when we did renovate in 2007 and to, like through 2009, mm-hmm. um, we kept that in mind. And so we did like update all of our wallpapers and our, mm-hmm. you know, all the furniture and the carpet and everything. So um, we definitely kept that in mind. We didn't realize how big it was going to be, Man. Um, but we lucked out on that one. <laughs> yes, totally. Well, it's exciting to see it thrive um, because it could have just maintained. Yeah. And... Uh, if it hadn't appealed to a new generation or two of people who are really like it's it's a destination just to come here, it could have been like lots of hotel properties that, you know, they stay the same and then maybe even decline. Um, this one has really ramped it up, which exactly. I think is really smart. Yeah. Well, and I think it helps that it is like family run. So mm-hmm. um, yes. they keep it in the generations, but as, you know, the next generation comes up, they bring in that new um, whatever the new things are and yeah. try to keep it relevant to everybody. So, yeah. um, and, and Connie and Clint who do everything now, you know, they have a family, they had a family. I mean, now the kids are older and they're both getting, one's getting married, one's married. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, you know, really realized that that was an important thing for people when they're traveling with families, they want to be able to, um, have a pool and they want to be able to not leave and just go to the restaurants and do everything on site. So, um, yeah, I think that that's like another thing. It's just the family run and, keeping it going year, you know, generation after yeah. generation. Yeah. And that property out there has room to grow. So it's kind of its own campus. Like you really don't have to leave if you don't want to. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And because where we're located, like we're so close to downtown, so people can just go down the bike path and walk yes. downtown if they want to, or, you know, drive five minutes and go to some wineries. So, mm. um, I think when Mr. And Mrs. Madonna originally built the inn, um, that was one thing that was really important and smart of them was like, it's literally right off the freeway totally. and it's halfway between Los Angeles and San Francisco. So the location itself was just, um, an amazing yeah. thing. Well, that was the era. When was it built again? 1958. Okay. So that was the era that the automobile I mean, things started to build around the capabilities of, yes. of the car. Yeah. Um, there is a, a historic hotel that will remain nameless um, that is, I would say, equally appealing as the Madonna Inn. And the main thoroughfare was different than it is now. There, um, the city that it's in built the freeway, not along the main thoroughfare. So it's set off and that property suffers because it's not right on the main, you know, the main strip anymore. Um, and that's just, it's a victim of urban planning that it didn't. So, so Mr. and Mrs. Madonna came in at a time when they could kind of see the writing on the wall, I'm sure. And Mr. Madonna, like he was just brilliant in so many ways. I Mm -hmm. think he, I mean, he was just a great businessman and I think he probably did think about that kind of stuff because I mean, there's just so many instances that he's thought ahead. It was kind of ahead of his time in a way. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, when he actually 
designed Madonna in. Like he didn't really use architects or anything. He it was kinda, his own thing. It was his own thing. And he mm. originally drew it on a napkin. And then, um, you know, he'd bring in these architects to like help him. And then he would, would still use his own ideas. <laughs> Cut him loose. Yeah. And then, you know, then that's just something that you don't really find anymore. So, mm. and with no formal education in, you know, architecture. So, yeah. Um, yeah. He was an amazing person. <laughs> Come to think of it, actually, 1958, you think about the design of, I don't know what you call that area, but like there's the ballroom, the round ballroom, mm-hmm. and the fact that cars go underneath it. Yeah. I mean, that was the breezeway. The breezeway makes <laughs> yeah. a lot of sense. But yeah. <laughs> at the time, imagine how different that probably was than oh, anywhere yeah. else. Yeah. Well, and just the fact that like all his rock usage, um, for sure, you don't see that anywhere, especially real rock. I mean, yeah. usually you go to like Disneyland or something and they have a lot of rock, but it might be a fake facade. You touch it, so, you knock yeah. it, it's hollow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So the fact that he yeah, utilized, you know, nature and mm-hmm. all these different things that, I mean, that's not really done. No. And actually... Um, I remember one time I was driving with a friend um, who's been here forever. We were driving down Choro, and um, I happened to see this little house. I always have loved it. And I said, God, I love that house. And it did have some of that rock work on it. And she said, oh, that's that's a Madonna house. So his properties are all over the place. Um, I mean, and then you think about in Santa Maria, like the big Vaughn's. You can spot it a mile away if you know what to look for. That's a Madonna exactly. development. Yes, yeah, for sure. All right. So yeah. I wrote down questions, which I don't generally do, um, but I want to make sure there's so much to ask. Yeah. So, so let me start knocking those out. So how did Mr. and Mrs. Madonna originally meet? They actually met. So Mrs. Madonna worked for Union Oil. Um, big around here. Yeah. Yeah. So they met actually at, I think it's still there. It's Elmer's cafe and I believe it's an Orcutt and I don't know if it's still there or not. I think it is. Um, but yeah, they just met at this little, um, cafe where actually Mrs. Madonna was celebrating, uh, one of her coworkers birthdays. Mm. And so they just met and, and it began. (laughs) Yeah. Love it. And was he already, was his family already established here? Like it was, was it one of the Swiss Italian immigrant families or yes. did he come from somewhere else? Okay. No, he did. He was born and raised in San Luis Obispo. He, he's second generation. So his grandparents were from Switzerland. Mm. So, um, hmm. his parents, you know, they had a ranch here in, uh, San Luis Obispo. Is so it he, where the property is now? No, it's not. It's, okay. It was actually out by the camp San Luis. Oh, okay. Um, but so he, was actually already in the construction business mm. um, when he met Mrs. Madonna because he was he was ten years older than her, okay. so he was kind of already established. And um, I don't know if it, too many people know, but he did actually have his first job when he was only sixteen doing what? Um, so doing construction. So he had mm. a pick and shovel, which is you'll see that sometimes like branded throughout Madonna. Yes, Inn. I have. Yeah, yeah, like on our copper tables. Yeah. Um, so he started out with just a pick and shovel, and he did the, his first mm. job, which was at the courthouse um, in San Luis Obispo. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So. He, you know, he, he started and he did it all and, um, underbid his first job. And then he learned like how to do things and totally the rest is history. (laughs) His parents, um, were into construction. You say like that was their business or their business was farming. I mean, they did ranching. Got it. Okay. So he really started on his own. Yes. That's so cool. And like the slow County courthouse, I, I just love, I knew you were going to bring things like that just how interwoven that family has become yeah. in the community. Yeah. And, you know, they loved the community. Like, that was huge for them. You know, Mr. Yeah. Madonna was constantly um, giving back, and we did their, our annual um, Women's Shelter Fashion Show, yes. which we did for over 30 years. Yeah. Um, so they were really involved in um, 
just really wanted to always give back and do yeah. whatever they could uh, for the community. You bring up that fashion show. Um, what is the origin of that? It was such a, it's such a big deal. Is it, it's continuing, right? It's not. No. no okay. No longer. Yeah. 30 years is plenty. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm sure it was a ton of work for everybody involved. It was, and it just grew and grew. Like it started out as a little, a small thing that yeah. Mrs. Madonna would do, um, in her, in the steakhouse actually. Oh. And so it just started out as like a little fashion show. And then over the years, obviously it grew, yeah. um, to having like all these members of the community, you know, people. Dancing and, and, yeah. oh and having it more of like an event. And yeah. then we went, and then we had four shows and, um, yeah, it was an amazing experience. And Mrs. Madonna really, she loves that cause she loved music, loved performing. Mm. Um, so that was always, you know, one of her things that she loved. Yeah. With that fashion show, it was always for the women's shelter, I think from yes. the beginning, uh-huh. right? Any reason that's a special connection for them? I don't, I'm, I think she just, she loves people, but she loves yeah. women. Yeah. Which <laughs> is she, pretty, I yeah. mean, that's pretty great. Yeah. And it was always one of those things like she wanted to support, um, you know, fellow women. Yeah. Um, so I think that would t- kind of touched her heart. I love how involved and at the forefront she has been all through the, you know, the building of the inn. She had so many it wasn't just Mr. Madonna. To no. me, it never has been. It's always been the two of them together. She has such a leadership role in that operation. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. That always amazed me. And she always had like so much energy. It's, yeah. I mean, she still does. She's yeah. still around and she's still, um, but when she was like actively running things, exactly. Yeah. No. Cause when I first, you know, I've been at the end for 23 years. So I was going to ask when I, when wow. I started, um, I actually was her assistant from until she retired. Yeah. So I got to spend many, many hours with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was always mind boggling how she could, you know, start at five o'clock in the morning and still be going at, you know, eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night. She just has like endless energy. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was interesting because when Mr. Madonna, when they did start the building, Mm -hmm. um, Mr. Madonna was more the construction side. So he would, you know, build it, bring in these big boulders from his jobs and, Mm -hmm. um, create these spaces. And then they actually had hired someone to help with like the interior design, more of like the finishing touches. And, Mm -hmm. um, but then Mrs. Madonna, you know, she was just, she was brilliant when it came to that kind of thing. She had a vision. So they ended up, um, just going with her. And so she pretty much was the one who would, um, come up with the design and find all the little pieces and the, you know, the little porcelain shell fixtures and gold cherubs and all that stuff. So, I mean, she's, yeah, she's an incredible woman. And a mixture of patterns that you wouldn't normally see together and it became this like confection. That's what I think of when I think of the Madonna Inn is it's this, you know, whipped up like whipped cream with powdered sugar on it. That's yeah. how the whole place feels. Yeah. Well, it's funny because, you know, a lot of people might think like, oh, it's, it's kind of kooky or, um, I mean, they use well, all kinds of kooky. I mean, it's, it is. it's wild. It it's is. a wild place. It is. I mean, and we have 110 different rooms, but I mean, even though they're all different, mm-hmm. it all somehow connects, yes. like it all goes together. Um, so the reason why they decided to do different rooms was mm. because Mr. Madonna of traveling, you know, he did lots of jobs up and down California mm-hmm. and he would stay at different hotels and he would go, go to room after room and they'd all be the same. Yes. Like cookie cutter places. Mm-hmm. So he decided that he, when he created his place, that he wanted to do something unique where anybody could feel at home, like no matter what 
they like, we probably have a room that fits their style. Mm -hmm. And he also said that if he did every room different, that he wouldn't make the same mistake twice. Oh, I love it. So he can't make the same mistake twice. It's not possible. Exactly. That's adorable. <laughs> exactly. What it's, so I don't, I've actually never stayed in one of the rooms. Oh, wow. I've okay. been in them before. Yeah. Um, but what's the one that's kind of considered the wildest? Well, literally, is it the caveman room? I mean, that is probably the wildest. <laughs> <laughs> And the caveman is wild because it has all rock. So it's like rock floors, rock yeah. ceiling, rock walls, rock waterfall shower. Oh. Um, yeah. So that is, it's one of our popular rooms, like usually books out like a year in advance. Oh, I'm sure. Um, I used to always say that was the most popular room, mm. but now like as times have changed and like with the new Barbie movie, for example, oh, I love it. <laughs> people love Corinne, which is, um, has pink sparkly wallpaper. Oh my god! And pink carpet. So I mean, it just depends on the person. But <laughs> I hadn't even thought about the Barbie movie. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. They really should have. They should have capitalized on that. I mean, the movie should have capitalized. It's just my opinion. I. But. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Well, actually, I'm remembering now. So I've used the property for some videos that um, I've made there with Stefan Geraldo, but also I got in touch with you because I wanted permission to use Mrs. Madonna's image for a wallpaper and I'd be like so this wallpaper is the uh, we call it the slow twall wallpaper and it's got I think 24 different uh personalities and and places that are San Luis Obispo centric that are kind of iconic and so Mrs. Madonna belonged on there I'd be lying if I didn't say I was hoping that the wallpaper would show up somewhere at the inn, and even if it's in like a desk drawer, there's a pink version of it. I'm. It's a goal of mine to get it in there somewhere. Okay. Uh, maybe yeah. on the base of a desk or even just something. Yeah. So I can say, yeah, it's yeah. at the Madonna Inn. Yeah. Yeah, we'll work on that. Okay, sounds good. I can feel you just <laughs> chomping at the bit. <laughs> no, hey, I'm always open to things, so. <laughs> maybe if I pitch it yeah. just right. Yeah. Okay, so looking at my list, um, you told me when it's open. Um, so... You mentioned that Clint and his wife, tell me her name again. Connie. Are in charge now. And how long have they been at the helm? So Connie Pierce is Mrs. Madonna's youngest daughter. Okay. So she's been involved in the Madonna in her whole life, obviously. How many kids did they um, have? Mr. and Mrs. Madonna have four children. Okay. Yeah. But Connie is the youngest and she's done many jobs over the years. <laughs> but she's been general manager... Um, I, I know it was even before Mr. Madonna passed away. I want to say mm. it's been like 40 years or, I mean, it's a very long time. Yeah. Um, and then her husband, Clint Pierce, he worked for Mr. Madonna in the construction business mm -hmm. and he helps, he's more of um, on the Madonna enterprise side. Yes. So he helps with all the businesses and um, different properties that they have yeah. throughout Slow County. And is it, forgive me if, uh, if this is a dumb question, but is it pre still pretty active as a construction company? No, we do not do construction. Okay. It's just, um, property. Like they just own a bunch of different properties Got and it. run them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's an area over kind of by Caltrans. I know off the freeway. Um, if you take the, I guess it's the Madonna exit, you can kind of see it through the bushes. Exactly. Do you still own that? Yes. That's where their office is. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So the construction, John Madonna, Mr. Madonna's um, son, mm -hmm. he has his own construction business. Oh, okay. So he does kind of keep the construction going. In the family. <laughs> In the family, correct. Yeah. Yes. But okay. it's his own company. Um, all right. So we definitely have to start talking about cakes. Yes. <laughs> um, so how did Phyllis get started making? These cakes are completely completely outrageous. Yes. If, if listeners have never seen one, first of all, crawl out from underneath that rock. And then second of all, yeah. 
you know how tall it is, how just the colors, it's so vibrant. And children love these cakes yes. because it screams like it's playful. Yeah. So how'd she get started with It's whimsical that? and yeah, very, and sweet. Yes. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, actually, I when she first, before they even opened the bakery, she created her cheese pie, mm. um, which mm. is, I don't know if anybody's familiar with, but she wrote her own book. Yes. Um, Madonna and My yeah. Point of View. Um, so I was actually brought it so I could show you, but I can show you later. Um, and My in-laws has, have that book, so I've okay. perused it. Yes. Okay, good. So it has a picture of her and it also has the actual cheese pie recipe in here. Okay. Um, so she started with that. So she'd do like 10 to 20 pies a day just mm -hmm. to sell. Um, and then once the bakery actually opened and they had hired um, a bakery chef, I am not sure on his last name and nobody can confirm with me, but his oh. name was Steve. <laughs> Steve, if you're out there, <laughs> yeah. tell us your last name. And he was the one who created the the cake how it is oh, today. Oh, really? Yes. So she's really a pie. She's a pie That's gal. her thing. Yes. Okay. Yes. And the, the cake itself, like there was a pink champagne, or I should say not pink champagne, but mm. a, the champagne cake was like something that was kind of popular, I guess, in the 70s. Oh, so it um, wasn't their invention. That, no, the okay. champagne cake was not their invention, but they did change it slightly because usually I believe it only has whipped cream and we add the Bavarian cream to ours. Yeah. Um, and then of course we use the pink chocolate, um, mm -hmm. which makes it extra special. Um, is a champagne cake, you may not know, but is it, is there actual sparkling wine in it? No, or that's isn't. not why it's called that. It's just like light. And, yes. Okay. Light and airy. Yes. Yeah, it, yeah. I'm always struck actually when I have a slice of it, how light the, the sponge is. Exactly. It is but it's, so yeah. light. It's very light, but it is very sweet. <laughs> oh, no kidding. So yeah. do you happen to know like what the ratio is? I know you can't share secrets, but is it just, is there a, like a butt ton of sugar in I, it? I would think so. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, though, between like the pink champagne cake, I, I think the toffee crunch cake probably has more. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's even sweeter. Yeah. Um, because, of course, the toffee. I can't do it. No. I, I mean, it's just so sweet. But I know yeah. it's very, like, there are people who believe oh, yeah. in it. Oh, yeah. No, tons of people love the toffee crunch. I would say I know that you had mentioned something like which is the most popular, the, the pink champagne or the black forest. Well, there's a running, there is a running debate between me and my friend Brad Kiker about that. And he swears that you are known for the black forest cake and that it is better. So I would like to know in terms of numbers... What are people buying? The pink champagne cake is is definitely our number one. Yeah. And I don't know if it's necessarily because it's people's favorite, but it is more of that visual. It's iconic. It's iconic. And yeah. it's, you can't find it anywhere else. And it's like, it's that pink color that people just run to, especially, of course, little girls and, yes. you know, birthday parties. And it just, it, you can't help but smile when you see I that know. gorgeous pink cake with pink curls. I know. Um, but I would say our Black Forest is a strong second. A strong second. Yes. Okay. What about you my personal favorite is actually the banana nut oh i love that flavor combination for me i've never had it yeah at, at the inn yeah but that i will take anything banana yeah. nut which is actually i hadn't you know i usually would i go for the carrot cake that's my yeah. second favorite yeah. carrot cake is so good but i, I recently either. had the banana nut and i hadn't had it in so long mm -hmm. and i forgot like how good it is yes <laughs> and i think it's kind of underrated i don't think people realize how good it is yeah I also think people don't realize how strong the pie game is oh, at Madonna sure. Inn. Yeah. Because cakes kind of, you know, they're they're the big showy, they're showboaters. They but are. the pies are excellent. And that cheese pie, yes. 
a friend of mine made it for my birthday from what I thought was a secret recipe, but now you're telling me it's printed in the book. <laughs> it is, but not everybody knows about it. So I guess it's kind of secret. And it's kind of like a cheesecake. It's very, I mean, it basically oh, it's, yeah. is. It's very, very similar to a cheesecake. Yeah. But it's yeah. a little tangier. And it's a little lighter. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. And my friend who made it for me said that, is it Governor Pat Brown who like was obsessed with it? Yes. Okay. Yes. And there's an article about that in the book as well. Yeah. Yeah. But we also have, you know, like lemon meringue is really good. Your apple pie is very apple good. Apple pie. Yeah. Dutch apple is very popular yes. with the caramel drizzle on top. Um, mm. And then of course, pretty soon we're going to be having our pumpkin pie, which is seasonal. I've never had that either. Oh my gosh. So good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that bakery cafe is so... It's such a fun place to, um, you know, just like get a slice of pie and coffee. Exactly. There aren't many places. I will say um, the Madonna Inn has consistently been a place that when you kind of don't know what else to do in the evening, it's a great place to go. So my husband and I will sometimes not have time to go out for dinner or yeah. like the movies at seven and we haven't been able to get the kids set up in time. So we can't go out for dinner or we rush something, but to make it kind of more like a date we'll go over to the cafe and get a slice of pie yeah. and a cup of coffee. And yeah. then it feels like, okay, we've done something to yeah. connect. Exactly. Yeah. And I think something that's so great too about the Madonna Inn is that it's just like the family atmosphere. It just kind of makes you feel, it's like a home away from home yeah. that has like that comfort. And the thing that it has, since it has been around for so long, you know, people come year after year in that tradition of coming and they know that they can come and have that same like flavor that they're used to from when they're a kid. Yeah. And I think that's one thing that's so great is like our recipes don't change. It's the same. Yeah, it's the same. So, I mean, it's just one of those things like you can taste it and you can be taken back to when you're a kid yeah. um, traveling there with your family. Um, and for me, it's special because I grew up in San Luis. My parents, oh, I didn't even ask. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> my parents met at Cal Poly yeah. um, and then never left. So I had the pleasure of growing up in San Luis, yeah. um, and I would come when I was a kid. I'd always, like on Christmas Eve, it was our special tradition to go check yes. out the decorations yeah. and to get Shirley Temples, mm. and it's just such a um, full circle for me being able to now be the one to help with the decorations and create that, oh. those memories for the future generations coming in and seeing everything, yeah. and it's just... It, it's just special and warms my heart that yeah. I get to do all that now. Totally. Yeah. That feels connective to like a younger, a younger Amanda, yes. I would imagine. Yeah. Um, you mentioned the Christmas Eve. Yes. Th that's another thing Madonna Inn is so great for is on holidays when things are closed, yeah. you know, it's a hotel. Yeah. So it's still open. And I had an old boyfriend and I, um, when I was, I went to college on the East coast yeah. and he lived here. And so he lived in San Francisco. So when we were home for the holidays, we would make it a tradition every Christmas Eve or actually, and Christmas night as well to meet up and have cocktails in the, in the bar because nothing else was open yeah. and it was festive and like, it's just so good for that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, um, later when we had children, um, we would hike over the mountain and, you know, a lot of stuff is closed on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. And so we would go over and get French fries after the hike, yeah. you know, on Christmas Eve because it was so, it just feels alive when a lot of other things feel sleepy. Exactly. Yeah. We're never closed. <laughs> We're You're open never all the closed. Time. Yeah. Yeah. What's that like for you working when it's never closed? Um, Are you on be... high alert? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, there's always, you know, my phone's always on in case there's yeah. an emergency, but, um, 
yeah, I think it's just nice that we have that space for people. And even like during COVID, that was like a real, um, eye opening experience for all of us and just learning and pivoting, like I said earlier about, um, changing with the times. Mm. And that was a huge time for us that <laughs> we just kind of had a roll with the punches, but, um, we were able to like keep our doors open and to always the be, whole time, the whole time. That's amazing. Yeah. So even when, you know, we weren't allowed to have, um, service like in the steakhouse and in the coffee shop, we were still able to provide food and, mm-hmm. you know, the bakery items. So people, even though they couldn't get out, they could still come and get that slice of cake and pie and Aww. take, you know, yeah. take a bite and kind of pretend like they were there. Um, and then of course, course we had our huge the huge tent set up outside so people could still come for thanksgiving and christmas and all that so love it i think that's just another thing that just shows like how special madonna Inn is just that we are you know they always were interested in helping the community and um like i said they they like helped all the employees and Mm -hmm. um they let us like have our meals there and they're just the family itself is just an amazing family and yeah we're lucky to have it here in San Luis Obispo. Totally. And rooted down. You know, it's only occurring to me right now. Um, I sound like I'm obsessed with the Madonna Inn. I'm not. I'm 45 <laughs> years old. I've been here most of my life. And there's just like, there have been occasions. Mm-hmm. Interestingly, September 11th was this past uh, Tuesday. Monday, Tuesday. and Monday. And, uh, you know, on a date like that, everybody kind of, asks themselves, well, where was I on that date? And September 11th, I woke up and, um, my mom called me and said, you need to turn the TV on. I turned it on. I saw the towers just mortified, checked in with people I knew in New York city. And then, um, my boyfriend and I, you know, we were being babies and said we couldn't go to work. Like it was too traumatizing, but yeah. it was really, if, there were a lot of people who felt weird about going oh, into yeah. work. Yeah. Just, we were all kind of hypervigilant and trying to make sense of it, Yeah, which was impossible. Um, but we were like, well, where should we go? And we sat at the Horseshoe Cafe bar with Farmer Brothers Coffee yeah. and tried to make sense of what was going on. And I don't, I'm not in the habit of going over there just for a cup of coffee, Yeah. but we wanted to be somewhere. I think we probably wanted to be somewhere familiar. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that wild that yeah. that just happened this past week oh, yeah. and we were thinking about I it. I remember that day too. And I, cause I was at work. <laughs> you I were was there work. with me. I was in not, not directly, but I was in the office. Yeah. yeah. And we had the TV on in our office. Yeah. So I vividly, it was, yeah, it was a crazy day. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Okay. So talking about the decorations though, which are really extreme and beautiful, are they, um, are they for the most part original or are you adding on all the time? Yeah. So I've had the pleasure. So Mrs. Madonna was always in charge of the decorations. Yeah. Um, I mean, her, her, her signature is all over that. Exactly. So we actually have Rose, I don't know if you're, if you've driven out to the expo building, you can Mm -hmm. see on the left-hand side, we do have some sea trains out there. So they're the large, huge shipping containers that they take usually on the sea. Yes. Um, Containers. (laughs) Container. Yeah. But we have a lot of our Christmas decorations out there. Oh, how funny. Um, and then we also have a full basement below Madonna Inn, which we have like storage too far. Where the Um, Venetian room is like, is that the basement? The Venetian room? Yeah. But off of that, we have like a whole area where we keep a bunch of stuff. But, um, over the years I got to help decorate with Mrs. Madonna and Mm. just learn, you know, so much from her. So when she retired, I got to take over the role of being Mm. in charge of that, Mm. which is no small feat. (laughs) I'm very impressed. (laughs) But, um, it's just, it's, 
I love designing. So that was like a huge thing for me and using a lot of our old stuff, but every year we do get new stuff. So, um, this year we actually have a full new fall display. So we have new, um, we have like colorful hanging pumpkins and two little scarecrows. Mm. And, um, this Christmas we have some new decorations coming out too. So I'm really excited, um, to have those, but it's just a fun it's just and it's so fun to be out there decorating and have these families and people come in and just the excitement and Mm -hmm. um to see their faces like when they first see it it's just it's so much fun and it just brings it's nostalgic for me because i remember like how i felt when i would go in and see everything so yeah um yeah i'm excited for this year so everybody has to come see it (laughs) all right so i'm thinking back to mr madonna um he had his booth Yes. He had his spot. Are people allowed to sit there now? No. <laughs> only <laughs> only oh, family members. Yeah, which is so amazing. But it's got, it's, you know, it's it's definitely um, its own thing, its own area. Exactly. And do I remember that there are like photos and things like that yes. all around? like it? awards and um, newspaper yes. articles and, yeah. yeah. And all those awards, I mean, he really garnered a lot of attention. Yes. Why do you think he got all that attention. I I can't imagine it's only for designing this place. What else was it for? I mean, I think it was like his inventive nature of just creating something that's so unique. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that was a huge thing. Also like his community, um, giving back to the community and, um, like for example, having the Easter cross and the Christmas tree up on the mountain each year. Um, so just like little things. And even, I mean, people might not always know, but Mr. Madonna, like if any of the employees had like family members that were sick or, um, friends or anything like that, he would take, you know, a whole thing of Danish and cakes Mm. and pies to the hospital. Mm. Um, he was just such a giving kind warm-hearted person and I think people recognize that and I think that's why he was um you know treated and um he was a big personality too right I mean he had a presence about him I think I I was I don't know that I was ever in his presence but um oh no I take it back I was one time we were walking past his spot in the cafe and it was like there's Mr. Madonna yeah yeah. I had the pleasure because I started in 2000. So I got to work with him for four years before yep. he passed away. So, um, yeah, he was, he was a special man. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, I want funny stories. I want celebrity stories. I want secrets and all the little fun things. So you mentioned, what was the thing that you said about, uh, Oh no, now I'm drawing a blank. You gave me one earlier, but you know, talk about, let's start with the urinal. Let's start with the obvious. Okay. okay. <laughs> so why are, I've never seen it. Oh, okay. Cause I'm a girl yeah. and I don't go into boys bathrooms. Yeah. So what's the deal? You're one of the very few who haven't because there's <laughs> plenty know. of women that go in there. I don't, I, I don't particularly want to see where guys peek, yeah. but a lot of people do. Yeah. Why in this instance? Okay. So it started as a competition, a friendly competition between Mr. and Mrs. Madonna mm-hmm. when they were building. And they wanted to see who could build the best bathroom. Mm. So Mr. Madonna came up with this crazy idea of doing the waterfall urinal. Mm-hmm. And there's also like huge um, shell sinks in there. Yeah. So it's not yeah. just the urine. I mean, it's really cool. There's, you know, it's just an interesting 
thing yeah. to behold. Yeah. Um, and Mrs. Madonna, of course, was doing more of a feminine suite mm-hmm. um, with the pink wallpaper and the velvet. And um, <laughs> so basically they decided they, that Mr. Madonna won just because yeah. <laughs> his was so extreme. And of course, you know, it is, it's something to behold. And um, we've been like on the travel channel for the craziest bathrooms and uh it's definitely something somebody people always talk about and you know we'll get tour groups coming on buses that'll be like where's the bathroom we want to see the urinal yeah 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 that's funny though that it started as a thing where they both customized their space exactly (laughs) i love that okay what are some of the celebrities i mean i know that probably in mr madonna's booth there i think there are photos like of him with famous people who are some of the folks that have come through oh yeah i mean so many celebrities. Yeah. We even had um, a birthday party for Graham Nash. Oh my when goodness! When he turned fifty, oh this was years gosh. and years ago. But he had like so many people. Um, you know, Bette Midler, oh. and just basically like all of his friends yeah. showed up for. So that was like a ton of celebrities. Oh my gosh! Um, but Nash is my favorite of Crosby. Still yeah, Nash. yeah. David Crosby was there, um, oh, and everybody had to wear pink. So it's called the Nash Bash, and that was I that was a memorable it. time. But we have had we have so many people um, going way back. Oh yeah, so I mean, I am I'm trying to think of what her name was, like Peggy. Oh geez, Peggy Lipton, like Peggy the- Lee, Peggy Lee, oh Peggy Lee. Yeah, I mean, so there's, I mean, and Mrs. Madonna, of course, like would always perform and like they would do different things. Tell me about that because that's a huge part of her persona. Yeah. yeah. So Mrs. Madonna, she actually learned how to play the accordion, mm-hmm. I believe when she was six years old and that, and she still plays today. I love it. And that yeah. was kind of a common thing. My dad learned how to play the accordion, yeah. you know, it was kind of a thing. Yeah. But she loves it. I mean, she still plays like almost every, not every day, but every other that day maybe. And it just, it just you know, she can remember the songs and she, yeah. it just brings her so much joy. So, and sing. um, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that was a huge thing for her. She loved like whenever they had big events mm-hmm. over the years, they had quite a few like, um, dinners or, um, mm-hmm. whatnot. She would always perform with her accordion. So, so people would come on their way up the coast, yeah, check in. And if they were, you know, a list yeah. folks, <laughs> then they would get a performance and exactly. pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Danny Thomas, I know oh, he's on. Yeah. He's one of the photos on there, um, like Joe Montana. But oh. I mean, over the recently, we'll have you know celebrities come. We have celebrities come and stay quite a bit. Yeah, I um, thought so. But we don't really like. Did you sign a, sign NDAs? Can't no, talk about we it. don't really do that. But it they'll like send us an email and saying like this VIP is here. But hmm. I mean, it's really nice because everyone's really respectful and they yeah. don't like, you know, try to run up there and get their autograph or totally whatnot. But I okay. Mean, but there was someone recently, I want to say it was really big person, like maybe not Beyonce, but somebody really big came. I through. mean, we've had like Katy Perry. Yeah. That's who it was. Um, yeah. So Casey Musgraves, yeah. she, she actually came and she fell in love with our pink champagne cake. Mm-hmm. So last year when she was performing in LA, her, one of her, um, her PR people asked if we could, like ship a cake to her. Love it. But we don't ship cakes. You don't? No, we do not. Not even for Casey Musgrave? No, but we drove the cakes down there. <laughs> and it was so awesome. So I actually got to drive the cakes Aww. myself and um, one of my coworkers. And we got to go to her concert. Yep. And we got to awesome. deliver her cakes backstage. We didn't get to meet her, but she did yep. talk about it on stage. She talked about the Madonna so and the cake. Good. So did you um, Do you not ship because of how delicate they are? Like it won't look good when it arrives. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
You drove a cake, Dad. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay, tell me other little secret things about the property. Are there any? I mean, this place is so custom, and yeah. and there's so many little tucked away things. There has to be something. Well, I mean, it's been over the years. It's so funny because, like, back in the day, um, when I first started, I actually started in the gift shop. So I worked up there oh, for a couple months. Good for you. Wow. <laughs> Starting there and yeah. moving all the way up. Yeah. I love it. But I remember that there was some customers that came in and were asking if we sold costumes because mm. they wanted to dress up in the caveman attire Holy cow. and really get into it. So it's terrifying um, what that might've meant. Exactly. But, yeah. <laughs> but honestly, like these days you never know. I mean, it's, it's so entertaining even just coming in and sitting in the coffee shop and watching yeah. the people walk by, um, yes. because people get really into it mm-hmm. and people dress really eclectically. Um, so I think that's one thing that's like, you're always going to see something. Yep. Did you they never carry, know. so did they give them a costume? No, we don't get, we, yeah, right? we don't carry costumes. <laughs> I suggest buying yours beforehand if you yes. want to do, if you want to dress up. Totally. Get it uh, yeah. on Amazon and then come over. Yes. Uh, the gift shop now, I mean, the, the persona of the place is as much a character as, you know, Mr. Madonna or Mrs. Madonna or anyone who works there now. And so there are special, I love the touches up in the gift shop, like, let me just tell listeners, if you're looking for a good gift, Christmas shopping, something that's really original, get some of the goblets, yeah. you know, the goblets are phenomenal. These, and they're what the restaurant uses to serve water. I don't think wine goes in them, right? No. It's just water. Just water. Yeah. But in all these beautiful kind of like depression glass colors. Yes. So you can buy those. How much are they? You know, they vary. It depends on the color because they're all oh. hand poured. Oh. Um, so the prices vary, I believe from like 17 to 22, depending on the color. Yeah. That's um, so interesting. Yeah. And I think that that's like another thing. I mean, people come just to cl- for their collection. Yeah. Um, but that our goblet is just, it's only ours. So we, yeah. um, Mr. Madonna actually created the mold. Yeah. Um, so if you actually walk around in the steakhouse, you'll see our Madonna and carpet, carpet print, yes. which you'll find in a lot of items now that we've, um, the, robe. the robes. And the, that's what I'm asking yeah. for. I, the robe. I want the robe for Christmas. Yeah. I yeah. bought myself and my mom and my sister and like so everybody because they're so cozy and nice. But, but the merchandising is brilliant. The, yeah. You know, Bringing that pattern into other things yeah. is great. Yes. And it, I mean, the company that makes our goblets um, is Mosser Glass, and mm-hmm. they're located in Ohio, and they're also a family-run business. So mm-hmm. that kind of makes it special just because um, they have such a vested interest in their company as well. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people don't always realize that each glass is hand-poured. So that's why- I had why, no idea. Um, we only get certain colors at certain times. So I know people are, you know, like they might be looking for a pink goblet, mm-hmm. um, but we might only get that in once a year. So- um, we do have all that stuff online yeah. at shopmadonna.com. Oh, good. That's good to know that. Yeah. Yeah. You don't and have so you to can see all the colors that we do have in stock. And mm-hmm. then if you want a particular color, you can put your name, um, on our email list. And then as soon as it comes in, we let people know, Isn't but that fun. Yeah. I love it. Um, so he designed the mold and has Mosser glass always done it. They've no, been... we, no, they haven't. Okay. So we've gone through a couple different companies. Um, I know Ellie Smith Glass was uh, the company before Mosser. But for him, did he pour it on property? Like, oh, no. Like, okay. he helped. He, you know, he came up with this idea. I think he was getting the glassware from this particular company, and then he decided that he wanted to um, make his own. Make it, so, and make it special. Yeah, yeah, and make it special. So that carpet print rose is the same rose you'll find on our mm. goblet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Is that, so you said that you did a big update to the property. I wondered, is the carpet pattern original? 
It, it, it was that pattern always there, or did you? Was that an update in the? It was. It's been there for many, many. That's years. what I thought. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah, for more than forty, probably. Yeah, but I think when they first opened, it was a different carpet. But. Yeah, the glass. Um, we have friends who have twins, and they have built the girls' collection over the years because yeah. you know when you're four years old. And your parents give you a Sunday yeah. in that thing. I yeah. mean, there's nothing better. Yeah. But over the years, they've made this collection. It's yeah. just so sweet. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And then there's that logo that you have now, which I don't think was always around, of the carriage. Was that always well, around? Well, we had the um, the original Crest logo, which is the logo you kind of... It, it's usually in black or white mm. um, with the carriage with the lanterns, yes. um, which okay. is similar to the sign that's at the very front of Madonna yeah. Inn. Um, but then, yeah, like... I want to say probably 15, 16, 17 years ago, um, we did update our crest with the horses. Yes, the horses. Yeah. Well, it's just a pretty, it feels kind of like Disneyland. Yeah. It's very sweet. Yeah. All right. Let me see if I'm missing anything here. Um, we covered the cakes. We covered, oh, well, yeah, there's that funny little thing. Um, when I was, my family went to London in 2000. Mm, 16, I think. And, um, we were exhausted after the flight. We had to take this long, long drawn out train ride from the airport to our hotel. It was pride parade. And so none of the streets you couldn't get around. It was very difficult. So we had to take this train and it had to go to the tube. And anyway, we come out of the tube. We're all so tired. And as you come up from the train, there are huge posters everywhere in the tube of fashion models in front of the Madonna Inn sign in yeah. London. And yeah. we were like, am I hallucinating? Am I so tired that I'm hallucinating? It was unbelievable. It was this collaboration between designers and that's yeah. where they chose to do the shoot. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just, it's not, it's not just a local spot. Oh no. And I think that, and you know, in the last 20 years or so it has become, I mean, it's always been world renowned. Like people yeah. do know about it around mm -hmm. the world, but I think we've definitely um, expanded and, you know, people will talk about it in yeah. other countries. Um, but like, for example, recently I'm, um, we're getting ready for a, one of the, a wedding for <gasps> the grandson of yes. Mrs. Madonna. And I was actually just like perusing the internet for wedding dresses for mm -hmm. guests. And oh, I, just like unrelated to the inn. Unrelated looking, to the for yeah. my personal, for my personal self. So I could find something great <laughs> to yeah. wear to the wedding. Yeah. And, um, I don't know if you're familiar with the brand Lulu's. Yes, I am. Yeah. So I just happened to be on their website and they had come a couple months ago to do a photo shoot and they have a whole section of the Can shots they had taken it? at Madonna Inn. And it just is so awesome. Like, it's like, oh my gosh, I recognize that. And, totally. um, it's always fun to see that. Things That's in so place. Cool. <laughs> Did you find something to wear? I found something, yes. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything I'm missing about this, like, sweet, fun place that we all get to go to um, and enjoy? I mean, I think it's just, it's such an awesome spot and for not just, I think it, it's great because it caters to all different people, places, mm -hmm. walks of life. Um, 
I think anybody is, you know, we welcome anybody and everybody. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just awesome to see all different types of people coming in and families. And, um, because we offer, you know, all these different amenities and have, you Mm -hmm. know, the restaurants and the spa and the horseback riding and the bike trail and, and um, evening events, like, is there still dancing and music and all that? Yeah, we actually have dance. We have music five nights a week. So isn't that cool? Yeah. I think that, and you don't find that anywhere. Like you don't Mm -mm. get to go and listen to a big band play and actually have a huge dance floor where you can dance um, and you don't have to pay like a entrance no. fee. Is it a big band? Not five nights a week. No, we have that one night a week. Which night is that? Oh, that's a good question. Oh my gosh. You're, you're <laughs> too high at the top. You don't even know I, when. I know. <laughs> I should know the answer to that. But no, it's I okay. Don't. I'll look it up. Yeah. Cause um, I want to go. Yeah. But we do have, you know, we have bands playing a couple nights a week, yeah. but then we also have like the DJ, um, and then we have like the slow rug critters that are there on yes. Monday nights, which is super fun to watch. Yes. Um, it's just fun. Well, we get in yeah. there. We yeah. dance. Oh yeah. yeah. That's yeah. super fun. I remembered something I wanted to bring up. It's yes. very brief. Yes. There was a news story several years back that the pink chocolate was unavailable for the curls on top of the cake. Yes. Can you tell me that story? Yes. We've actually run into that a couple times over the years. What the heck? What is it? Is it the dye or what's happening? The certain, this particular company that we used to use, um, they were no longer making it. Like they, mm. they decided they weren't going to make it anymore. So we had to search out another company to make it for us. Hmm. Um, the so chocolate itself, the chocolate or with the, the dye with the dye. Okay. Yeah. So they weren't making it any longer. So hmm. luckily we found another company and we've been working with them for a couple years and they're out of Arizona and they're awesome. Oh, very cool. Um, yeah. So it's, but it was quite, it was a the controversy. Story. Yes. <laughs> yeah. People were showing up wanting pink curls and they couldn't get them. Exactly. So at one point we did make, um, just our white, white curls, but we put pink in the cake, the actual cake. Yes. So that when you sliced into it, there was still pink in there. Yeah. Um, and then when we got down to like, when we were running low, but not completely out, we'd kind of mix it. So we do pink and white. So there's still nice. pink on there. Yeah. Um, but of course, yeah, we had people telling us all different things. Like we should try beet juice and, um, oh, of course. all these different I'm sure you ideas. got lots of advice. Yeah. So it was, it was, yeah, it was a crazy time, but luckily we were able to find a company and and you're still answering questions about it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that. <laughs> it was the, yeah, was the, the tragedy of, what was it, 2016 or I don't know, whatever uh, year it was. The but great it was, pink chocolate shortage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. If it was your last day on earth and yes. you wanted to celebrate your life yes. because you were super happy with what you had done with your life um, and what you'd experienced and the people you knew, how would you eat? What would you eat? What would you drink? And who would be there? Oh, that's a tough one. Okay. Is it people that are still... Anyone. Anyone. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's tough. Okay. Well, I think my last meal, I love Thanksgiving dinner. Mm. So that was cool. (laughs) That would have to be my last meal because I just, I think it's nostalgic and it like when you eat Thanksgiving meal, you just can't help but think of all the memories Mm. of the years past. Yeah. Um, Do you want to shout out any one particular dish from Thanksgiving that a family member does really well? Well, my dad, he passed away, but he used to always make the stuffing and he always Mm. did like an amazing job with the stuffing. And my sister and I always try to recreate it. So yeah, um, that stuffing is special. Yeah. I just, yeah. Stuffing is the way to go. Okay. Um, what to drink. I don't, I would probably say like a Shirley Temple just because that is something also that like makes me think of my childhood and, um, spending time at Madonna Inn and how special and memorable that is. I don't think enough adults drink Shirley Temple's enough. No. And you know what? They actually do a dirty Shirley. 
Oh, that sounds really dirty. Yeah. So if, <laughs> <laughs> well, if you like a Shirley Temple, they yes. just add vodka. I lo- well, why not? Yeah. yeah that and sounds it, great. It's, it is, it's is pretty amazing. So maybe I would make it a dirty one. <laughs> <laughs> it's your last day. Yeah. You do whatever you want. Exactly. Okay. So who's there? And that, that is such a tough one. I'd have to go, I think, with my son. So mm. I have a 14-year-old son, Asher, oh. and he's just... Um, a sweet boy. And yes, I think that's probably who I'd have to share it with. I love that. So yeah. maybe a non-alcoholic, non-alcoholic for, uh, for him. Temple yeah. for him. <laughs> I love it. Amanda, it's such a pleasure to sit with you yeah. to have, you have so much information and institutional knowledge that, yeah, it's just really a, a sweet time for me. Yeah. 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 I appreciate it. Thanks it's for coming. Fun. Thank yeah. you. That's it for another conversation on the consumed podcast. If you like what you heard, please rate and review it on Apple Podcasts. Sign up for the newsletter at letsgetconsumed.com and follow along on Instagram at consumed.podcast. This podcast is edited by Chris Lambert and produced by me, Jamie Lewis. Until next time, thanks for listening.